JM in the AM on a Thursday morning broadcast. And guess what? Purim was Tuesday. Shushan Purim was yesterday. Guess what's next? I know a lot of people don't want to hear it, frankly, but the reality is that Pesach is right around the corner. It's the next major holiday, and uh, many of you are considering how to prepare for Pesach, when to start preparing. Many of you probably are preparing already. Yitzchak Relkin has a unique way of preparing for Pesach. He runs a chametz gemach. You've heard correctly, a chametz gemach that's based in Flatbush, Brooklyn, uh, since the year 2000. In uh, in that period of time, since then, he's collected and distributed 36,000 pounds of extra chametz that is normally thrown away as families prepare for Pesach. Then between Purim and Pesach, as he's collecting all of this, he instructs people to uh, pick it up so they'll have it and uh, to sell it with their chametz so that they will have a more enhanced pantry in their own home once the holiday ends. Yitzchak Relkin, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, and thank you so much for, for having me. A pleasure. So this is a unique idea, although, may, I don't know, I shouldn't say that. Maybe there are others who do this, but it sounds unique to me, where you're actually spending all this time over these weeks collecting chametz. I would assume anything is eligible, anything that falls into the chametz category. Yes, what I do is I focus on non-perishables, packages that have never been opened with uh, mainstream recognizable hashers. Canned goods? Yes. I would guess. Yes. And whatever people want to get rid of that's sealed and that's uh, you know reasonable to pass on to somebody else. Yes. What happened is about uh, in 2010, I was doing my own Pesach preparations and I was walking to the store and it was trash day and there was just a box out on the street. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? So I took the box, I sold it with my stuff. And then after Pesach, I, I gave it away to a family that I knew that wasn't doing so well. It was like a case of food. Yeah. All unopened packages. And I couldn't get it out of my head. I'm like, well, if there's that, there's got to be more. So I started thinking of ways to get attention for myself, like, who can I ask? Where can I ask? So I started just, in very rudimentary ways, uh, posting on uh, on places where I knew he, people would congregate and said, hey, give me your chametz, I'll sell it with my stuff, and then after Pesach, I will give it all away to people who need it. So that's what I do. And since I also work with Hamodia, about the third year that I did it, they wrote an article about me. Right. And that first, that was the first big year I got, like, 3,500 pounds of food that year. <laughs> so luckily my landlords were kind enough to let me use their garage. Yeah. So what I have to do is, when it comes to me, I have to act like I'm a grocery store. So I have to unpack bags of stuff, reorganize everything, put, you know, put the rice with the rice and the cereal with the cereal, and then put it neatly in rows in my landlord's garage. And then, I, again, since it becomes my property once they hand it to me, I sell it. So I'm, you know, I'm a, just a regular guy selling five, 6,000 pounds of food. And then after Pesach, I have people come by appointment one at a time to protect their privacy. And they come one at a time after Pesach, and they can pick out whatever they want, as much or as little as they'd like. Does this have a name other than Chametz Gamach? No, I tried to keep it pretty basic so that, <laughs> so that people, you know, I think that says it all, Chametz Gamach. Uh, this is not a popular week for you. I would think, based on what you just described, that you're really busy starting at about Rosh Chodesh Nisan, like the week or two before yes, Pesach. Yes, that's when all the action happens, but I'm, I'm, I usually open between Purim and Pesach because the calls always start coming the day after Purim. So is the garage open now? Yes, it is. And and the the things that come first of all, with, without any surprise, is is Shalach Manos. Right. <laughs> Lots of that shows up immediately. 
And then over time, each day, a little more and a little more comes. So if someone has a sealed box of cookies that they received from somebody in and they know that they have no interest in using it in their own home before Pesach, they're going to give it to you. Yes, and some, some every once in a while, someone will come with an entire van full of stuff. Like, my mom said, get rid of everything. So, so they just emptied out their entire pantry. But again, that's more closer to Pesach, that scenario. Yes, it is. That, right. that's, that's absolutely true. So, I, mean, I mean, I have to think that, again, 10 days before, you are a million times more busier than now. Oh, now it's just mostly calls and inquiries. Right. Um, and the occasion, I actually got did get two two. Drop offs yesterday. Really, some cereal, some flour. It's it's all the things that you could imagine that people want to get rid of. That's chametz. Strangely enough, people. Why would also, someone get rid of flour? A sealed container of flour. Now? I can't answer that question, and I've stopped arguing with them. Right, that's true. Um, as far as you're concerned, what's even gonna... what's even odder is that people will bring kosher pesach stuff because it was in the same package as Shalach Manos. Right. So, but so <laughs> luckily, I worked with some other women who themselves give out food to people. So what I do is then anything that's kosher le Pesach, I will separate out and box up separately and give to them because there are families that are even struggling to make a Seder. Right. So, so if someone gives you a grape juice bottle, you might wipe it down and then yeah, pass yeah. it on. Right. Last year, someone gave me two cases of wine. They're like, right. I'm not going to drink this. You take it. So then I that got onto someone's Seder table. And, and, that, that's, and that's a real big item. Yes. 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 And I mean, we know that wine and matzo are the two things we have to make sure to pour and people some of those, some of the wine can get expensive after a while yeah, if you're sure. having guests. So... I just want to make sure, because my parents raised my sister and I to always be involved in chesed and, and, and do things. So I once I saw that box, I just could not get it out of my head. So I have been have been doing it since 2010, and, and my goal— Oh, I apologize. Here it says 2000, so it's 2010. Oh. So Yitzchak Relkin's here. It's the Chometz Gamach. It's based in Flatbush. You will get items from as far as where— Five towns. You uh, will get five town stuff. People, yeah, people, queens, people. I've, I guess if you're I, getting thirty six thousand pounds, you're going to get from a lot of different in places. In the first couple of years that I did it, I got an email from Switzerland asking how this person could start one of his own. I've gotten calls from Philadelphia, um, all over Lakewood, Muncie. People they, have delivered from Muncie before. The Chumitz Gamach is expanding. It's uh, going to have satellites. There is actually a gentleman in Muncie who collects on my behalf. <laughs> and stores it up there and gives out up yeah, there? Yeah, he takes care of the whole thing. I've never met him. I He just called me but one But the year important thing is if someone calls you and says, we have poor people in Muncie, have somewhere, somewhere to direct them to. Yes. Pretty cool. Yeah, people I'm, people, so people email me. They're calling me all the time. Some, and again, like you said, during that last week, my phone does not stop ringing. I can imagine. Two, three in the morning... And they're doing the drop-offs. You're not doing pickups. But yes, because the first year that I did it, I, I actually rode around Brooklyn on my bike picking things up. But then, <laughs> <laughs> but once it had expanded past the, the critical mass, like that third year, there's no way for me to do it because too much food comes in. Unbelievable. So I say to people, please consider part of your Pesach preparations, you doing the drop-off. Right. And then I, the past year, there's a family that I know that it's not doing well, so I've started collecting money for that family every year. Uh, Yitzchak Relkin is here. It's called the Flapush Chametz Gamach. Um, we got to give out some type of information line. I mean, is, there, is even a website necessary for you? Like no, you? it's mostly just a phone number yeah, and email address. That's what I would figure. If it's okay with you. Please, are you kidding? So my phone number is 718-377-6361. 
And my email address is yitzchak at relkin.com. That's Y-I-T-Z-C-H-A-K at relkin, R-E-L-K-I-N.com. And put Chomets Gamach in the subject line. And that's it. And people are ready to team up with you to help out some poor people. Yeah, people are very enthusiastic to be part of the mitzvah because they know that they either would have given the food away to their cleaning lady or actually thrown it in the garbage. Right. And now they know that it's going to somewhere that it, that it really needs to be. Doesn't it shock you? That our prior generations didn't consider? Well, a Hasidish lady one a bunch of years ago came to me, and she was giving me a package. She said, oh, when we were growing up, we never did this. Right. Correct. That's what I'm saying. Because the first year that I did it, I got an angry phone call. Someone said, oh, how do you know you're allowed to do this? Why are you collecting? I said, well, then how do you explain the halachas of selling chametz? Right. <laughs> how does selling chametz work if you can't sell yeah. the chametz? Um, it, I grew up in an era... And in an atmosphere where literally, as you just described, every piece of chametz, even ancillary chametz, you know, had to be out of the house, had to be eliminated before Pesach somehow, whether it was giving it away to a cleaning lady, whether it was, you know, throwing it out, etc. And that caused a lot of angst between Purim and Pesach. Because you know you had those final bottles, uh, the final boxes of cereal on the table that were being that were dwindling, right? That were dwindling as the days went by, and then hopefully three days before Pesach, there was actually still something in the house to eat. Although very often there wasn't, frankly. Plus, that would be the only time of the year, those three days before Pesach, that people would actually go out, either buy takeout or actually go to a restaurant, because you know the house is kosher of Pesach and nothing else can uh, can disturb that. This is a whole new attitude. This is a very positive way of dealing with it. You have all this extra chametz. Uh, obviously, it has to be in sealed containers, obviously. Uh, boxes, cans, etc. And here's an opportunity to to make something positive out of it. They give you the chametz. You sell it with your own. They don't even have to worry. You're selling it. They don't have to worry yeah. about that. It's in their possession. They're, you're selling it. Yeah, and because that way, I don't want there to be any questions whatsoever yeah. about me either giving it away before or I would I imagine sell it rab- properly. I would or- imagine rabbis have endorsed what you're doing. Well, I don't know if they want their names out there, but there is one, there is one who has spoken up on my behalf, someone who is kind of well-known. And again, I don't know if he wants his name put out there, okay. so I don't, I don't want to say anything. But he was, when, when I first spoke to him about the issue, he, he, his, his, like, his attitude was, well, what's the question? Of course you're allowed to. Mm-hmm. So, If this is the crazy time the week before Pesach, what happens right after Pesach? Well, the, like I said, some people start calling before Pesach. To now, to, no, yeah, to, to get make an appointment because again, uh, I want to protect everybody's privacy, so people are only allowed to come one at a time. So Pesach ends Thursday night outside of Israel. So when will you start to see people? Uh, usually that, that Friday or that not? next. Well, Friday because that's a Shabbos. I might or might not do anything. It's I'm, a long day that Friday, though. That's true. I also yeah. have administrative things like a friend. Right. Of, we, you know, I photograph everything for for record every year to use for publicity photographs. And how do you figure out the pounds? I weigh every box. And you just add it up. Well, the reason I started weighing every box is that I wanted to be able to say to people, X amount of food has been gathered. Because if I just say, oh, yeah, I've been doing this and I don't have any numbers, right. then it's hard to understand whether you the, the community has helped anyone. But it's all I, about the data. Right. But if I can say to you, in the, in the first 10 years that I've done this, I've raised 36,000 pounds of food then the community members understand that they're making a difference. And and this year and next year, if I can get 7,000 pounds of food this year and next year, then I can say to people 50,000 pounds of right. food. And then that'll really make people understand that they're helping. So that's my goal. This year, I want to get 7,000. And next year, I want to get 7,000. So if you don't see people the day after Pesach, the following Sunday, you will be seeing people. Yes, that happens automatically. Just like I said, they get on a calendar and they can only show up at that time and they can't show up early. They can't show up late. Are they restricted how much they can take? No, because I consider myself just to be a shaliach, I don't make any judgments. You could take one box. You could take 
to you could take a pallet. I if mean, you want. someone could take everything you have there if they wanted. Theoretically, to. they could. No, but they wouldn't be able to store it in their home. This that would we be, don't we don't even realize how much thirty six thousand pounds is. Well, that's over the ten years. Usually, it's like ah, five five or six right. each year. Got it. But none, nonetheless, you're right. I, again, I, I don't. I'm not making any judgments on who shows up, right. so they can take as much or as little as they'd like. All right, everybody, you have your uh, marching orders now between Purim and Pesach. If you have chametz that is in sealed containers, whether it be cans or boxes or any other type of uh, bags, whatever it is, but it's sealed and it's uh, you know as if it's a brand new product. If it's chametz and you normally would throw it out or give it away to somebody who is allowed to eat chametz on Pesach, we have a new suggestion for you. It is the Flatbush. Chametz Gamach, under the leadership of Yitzchak Relkin. And uh, you simply deliver it to him, drop it off in Flatbush, no matter what it is, no matter how many boxes, etc. Just drop it all off. He will sell it with his chametz, and he will then distribute it to the poor right after Pesach. But please call first, because I can't have unattended packages being dropped. And I will give that number in a moment. Also, if you have sealed Kushla Pesach items, he will make sure those get or or cases of wine etc he'll make sure those get to poor people before Pesach here's how you reach Yitzchak Relkin you could use his email which is Yitzchak Y-I-T-Z-C-H-A-K at Relkin R-E-L-K-I-N dot com make sure to use Chametz Gamach in the subject line you want to make sure to put Chametz Gamach in the subject line Yitzchak Y-I-T-Z C-H-A-K at Relkin, R-E-L-K-I-N dot com. There's also a phone number you can use uh, to call him directly and arrange for drop-off, and that's area code 718-377-6361. That's 718-377-6361. You call that number, and uh, you'll be able to make arrangements for drop-off, and I'm assuming after Pesach you could use that number to make arrangements for pickup as well. Yes. And that's it. Anything you'd like to add, sir? Everyone should have a safe and kosher Pesach this year. And you're going to make sure that, uh, as I said earlier, the pantries of uh, people around the Jewish community are enhanced. Yes, I definitely want to help everyone, and, and I hope that your audience will too. By the way, you want to know another thing that's a big benefit of your gemach, your tzedakah? Uh, one of the more difficult things for people to do is recover financially after Pesach. They've spent a tremendous amount of money making Pesach, no matter who it is. And those weeks after Pesach, you'd like a little bit of relief to get back on your feet, to be able to to afford things. And and, and if you're providing this type of uh, service for people right after Pesach, it's certainly a tremendous help at a very important time of year. Well, it's definitely obvious that some of the people who come need help right. just, just by their appearance and everything they say. It's obvious that they do need help. And that's all I want to do is is make sure that their their financial burdens are eased. You will take deliveries from anywhere. As long as it's kosher food, yes. As long as it's kosher food. <laughs> so if you're listening in any area in the tri-state area and you want to make a trip into Flatbush, Yitzchak Relkin will welcome that. Yitzchak at Relkin.com, Y-I-T-Z-C-H-A-K at R-E-L-K-I-N.com or dial 718-377-6361 for the Flatbush Chametz Gamach. Make sure when you email to put Chametz Gamach in the subject line. I thank you very much and wish you a Chag Kosher Thank you so much. More coming up. You're listening to JM in the AM. <laughs> <laughs> 